You'll swoon. <laughs> Just not out of like attraction, more out of impressiveness. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Today on Chill Filtered, episode 173, I believe, we are drinking uh, 1792 aged 12 years, uh, which is very special for this distillery. And before I even talk about the distillery, before I talk about anything, I'll explain some ways that you can support us. Uh, one way is to hit us up on Patreon. For example, uh, I think we talked about this last week, but Patreon, uh, we do drink-alongs and we uh, share via the courier uh, some samples that we're drinking and you get to drink along with us. You don't even have to like uh, go out to the store and buy that bottle. Yeah, you have no. it in a sample. As Forget long as it. the manly's man gets to you, we oh, got he'll you. get to you. Mm-hmm. One way or another. So <laughs> he, uh, he'll find a way. Through snow, he's gonna find through, ya. Through rain, yeah, he's exactly. Get you, get you, get you, get you. One way, or I forget. Yeah, another. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are some ways to support us. And by by to get on <laughs> that drink along status, you need to be on the Patreon ten dollar tier or more, and mm-hmm. you get other goodies with that as well. Uh, and so we're excited to, yeah, have you guys a part of that. For if you've been listening for a while and you think, you know, I want to support them because they've supported me. They've lifted my spirits. I want to lift their spirits. Hey, that's a great way to do it. So that's the business. Here's the podcast. Robbie, how's your week been? You know, it's it's been a ho hum kind of a week, which is welcomed for sure. Things have been heavy. Uh, uh, Last weekend, we went up to the uh, family cabin, had a good time, relaxed again, came back. Nice. it's just nice, man. We're just hanging out with the kids away from home. And all we think about is, hey, should we start the fire? Should we go get a milkshake? Should yeah. we just chill? I love those Screen kind of questions. Screen time? Yes. Go ahead and play your mm-hmm. iPad. Cool. Play your iPad while we have a movie on. Mm-hmm. And we like the cabin because we kind of write things off and just say, yeah, you know what? parenting this that the other whatever we're gonna Mm. just hang out so had a good weekend last weekend um you get into fall it was nice tonight the girls were uh playing outside i scoop poop so here's the worst thing okay uh moose i have (laughs) moose moose oh he's not the worst thing oh oh he can be he hurt his he's like whimpering and whining oh he like yeah. Big baby. He, yeah, he is probably, but he, yeah, uh, he's too big and he hurt himself and oh. he's been whimpering, whimping and whining and like. Oh, that's sad though. But uh, the worst thing about having dogs in the fall mm. is it will not not in Phoenix probably. But Pumpkin spice lattes. Yes, dogs yeah. are just bringing them home, and you're like, gosh, yeah. like half drank on the without a coaster on the table. And Moose is not a female pregnant dog, but I want to be mm-hmm. like Moose, you a basic. Mm-hmm. and he's like oh man don't call me that and i'm like yeah you're right um no <laughs> it's poop on the ground and then leaves fall on top of it and then the oh. kids want to go play outside so there's like so many like i stepped in poops oh that stinks yeah it's, so a little yeah. bit of that but all that aside scoops of poop girls are playing outside 
it was like 60 no we're like 55 Ooh, degrees right now nice. 55 and it was kind of nice just being outside you know the weather's changing it's kind of nice to be like if the sun's on us we're good to be outside but mm-hmm. then let's cuddle up and cozy and start the uh, fireplace kind of a thing so yeah yeah no man life is good how are you it's doing good. man doing pretty good you know the thing yeah. about poop though is that it is one of the only like substances that like gets in your shoes like not like in you know like on in the like the, the sole <laughs> of your shoe like it gets in every in crack Cole steps and poop it flips yeah. up over the yeah. sole it eats <laughs> the poop my shoe inverts and like like puts its stomach out no uh yeah, it's one of the worst things because you got to like pull out the hose when you like step and poo like that. It's just like, Dude. it's hard. We, no, but here's anyway, the here's the uh-huh. problem, Cole. We mostly go barefoot. Ooh. So, well, that's easier. You don't have it, to deal with the, the cracks is, of your soles. It is, but it's also worse because hey. then you take them inside and we like go to the laundry or, yeah, the laundry uh, room sink. I almost said laundry room kitchen. That doesn't yeah. make sense. Mm-hmm. Laundry room sink. You got to scrub a foot a foot off. A foot. A foot. And, that was a uh, nickname in college. <laughs> hey, cool. How you doing? A foot. Uh, so it's, what it's a like, foot that. It's definitely easier to do that, and then yeah, but it's also yeah. grosser. So yeah. Anyway, and cracks of my souls. Uh, it was also a nickname in high school. So cracks. <laughs> um. So yeah, I uh, I'm doing pretty well. Actually, you know, it's funny. Uh, I've been thinking about it this week. I'm. Two weeks from today, I'm taking my exam. And nice. that is prime fight a guy on the street uh, mentality Dude. for Cole. If and you're a it's guy actually on been the street, decent. This bring your week. nunchucks. Yeah, yeah. Watch out. If you see a crazy eyed <laughs> Cole on the streets and it's two weeks from the exam, like do not mess with him. But it's like I said, it's been a good week. Uh, part of me, uh, honestly, is what it's coming down to is that Heather and I are um, in an agreement that these next two weeks are going to be terrible. Like I'm going to try to help as much as I can as a husband. Uh, I'm going to, you know, put in a lot of study hours and I'm going to like make it work and I'm going to try to help as much as I can. But there's times where I, I can't, you know, watch back for the next hour because I, I really should put in an hour or two of studying. Yeah. And so in a way that's stressful for both of us, uh, and we've actually kind of worked through a lot of that. Like we we get we even like talked to people and like gotten their perspective, and that's been good actually. Uh, just of like how can we look at these next few weeks of like and do well in our marriage, and <laughs> uh, and so that's been good. But uh, part of me is like I want to be strong for Heather, like mentally, like stress wise. Uh, because I don't want to like go into a freak out moment and just like fight some guy on the street. And then Heather feels like, oh, crap, I'm here. And I don't know if I should protect or defend or uh, punch that guy in the nuts or something <laughs> like that. So like uh, that's off the table. I'm trying to keep it together for her sake, uh, not fight anyone on the street. And But I am excited. Like part of me is excited that this is so close and I am doing decently on these on these practice problems and mm-hmm. stuff. I, it's scary though. Uh, it's scary to do well on the practice problems because that means I have a chance of failing and a chance of passing, uh, as opposed <laughs> to like a hundred. Like, because in the past, it's been it's been the case where it's like, no, I am going to fail, and that's okay, and I'll do better next time. Yeah, it's but this okay, is like man. the fear is gone in that because you already know you're gonna fail. 
Uh, but now the fear is here because it, I might fail even though I put in so much time. And that's really the the whole worry of it is like, I put in so much time for this. And and if if not, you know, I'll keep going. And it's not like it'll stop me, uh, but okay, it would be so a bummer. I'm, yeah, I'm going to stop you right now. Mm-hmm. Stop. Because as an educator, so mm-hmm. at the point of being an educator is you want your students to get the content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So yeah. if it takes however long, as long as the student gets the content, then they get it. So mm-hmm. even if you fail... Your company is gracious enough to say, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Study again, get the content, right? True, yes, a little bit. But I'm on my technically my third attempt, even though it's technically my second. Uh, With work, it's considered my third attempt because I put in study hours between the two attempts. Uh, And that means that they won't pay me to study anymore. Okay, Um, so they don't pay you to study. mm -hmm. And you just do your job. Mm -hmm. And then Beck gets to a point where she's easier to handle and you feel less burden on the family. Mm-hmm. And then you study at that time. Yeah. Right? No, I mean, that's it too. And and here's, I mean, like, and, you know, I'll just do it again. That's really what it is. Yeah. Uh, but I, what was I thinking? Um, yeah, I had a really good thought. But <laughs> were you thinking about Oh, Bush's it'll take two. What's that? <laughs> I was thinking, thinking about, about Bush's baked beans. <laughs> always a good thought it's always in the back of my mind uh it takes about two months for them to grade the exam so that just gives me two months to chill Uh, if i pass i'll move on in two months i'll think about moving on to the next exam if i don't pass i'll just pick it back up in two months or so it gives you two months to what before i get the grade they have to like hand grade every exam and you get to what chill filtered oh hey that's half the podcast that's the whole (laughs) podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) But uh, yeah. no, yeah, I that's kind of where I'm at. I get you, man. Like stuff like that is really stressful, I and mean, you just you don't want to. You just want to be done and move mm-hmm. on. Yeah. But it sounds like where you're working and and what they put into their employees, especially the point yeah. you're at right now. Yeah. Like you'll probably be okay if you don't pass it. Oh yeah. It's just an, another hurdle might be added. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to say that a couple thousand miles away. Yeah. But, but it's you okay. You got it, man. I think yeah. you can get it, man. And, yeah. I and I think I even mentioned last week, like my, my work slows down the pace of like the, the workday tasks. And uh, so that's good. So I'm not like overwhelmed at work and then have to study, you know, and fit in studying. You know, they're like, we're going to give you more time to study and more brain to study. So you're not like, Oh, they're giving you brains. Oh, they're giving me brains. How very Halloween of them. Yeah. Like mushed brains, chilled monkey brains. Ooh, that's one third of the name of the podcast. Yeah, dude, that might be the new name of the podcast. Hey, chilled. Well, welcome to chilled monkey brains. We should do two: one chilled monkey brains, one chill filtered, and then we'll just edit every time we use the title, and then do two separate channels, and people will be like, "I'm really into chilled monkey brains." <laughs> Someone's like, "Well, I'm into chill filtered," and you'll be like, "Wait." What if they're the same thing? And people are like, nah, why would they ever no, do that? No, no way. Yeah. These are so, the thoughts that come into my mind. <laughs> and then, so, okay. So coming up to those things, mm-hmm. speaking of taglines, I was listening to our good friend, John Hughes from Embellished Podcast. Yeah. Week. He was a, he had a YouTube live, which mm-hmm. we, we're probably going to get into, but mm-hmm. yeah. we're not, you know, 
Cole's got to move. Figure it out. Cole's, We're gonna dabble. Cole's got to be done like trying to fight people in parking lots. Yeah, first first but goal. Yeah, I uh, you know, I was just commenting on his stuff, and he goes, "Oh, by the way, chill filter. It's probably my favorite podcast." Nice. Hold on, where he says without the word whiskey in the title, <laughs> and I was like, "Gosh, dang it! I'll take those qualifiers." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Chill filtered. Welcome to the podcast where we do whiskey and have you, but we're also the best whiskey podcast without the word whiskey in the title. Mm. I like that. We should I like say that. Yeah. We, I yeah. mean, we've added to our taglines over the time, so I mean, we might yeah, as well yeah. just keep adding to it. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, you're hipping with it. Ooh, am I? Mm-hmm. Always. My hair, my hairline says otherwise. And your if, hairline doesn't define you, Robbie. And when your hats that, do. My, oh, dang, that's my new tagline. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got to use that. You're like, that's a song my, of my people. <laughs> if my, it, oh, it's not Cole. That Cole didn't no, say that's, that was that's his Robbie. Song. That's not that what I my said. Yeah. <laughs> my hat defines my hairline is the song of my people. <laughs> Wait, did I say your hat defines your hairline? No, I said your hat defines you. Oh, just me? I mean, no, no. I mean, I guess your hairline. That's probably better. <laughs> I'll go hat defines my hairline. I like that. Yeah. You just call the it mini- where you see it. Yeah. But they got a minivan to boot. And- I don't know, Robbie. I still think, like, so this is, I think I've told you this, but Heather and I, when we were engaged and we were uh, hanging out with you guys a lot, yep. we told each other in like five years, I want to be like the Deadlows in terms of mm. just a cool couple. Like and uh, and Appreciate I would that. I would like to say mm-hmm. we semi achieved that. I feel like I we, think you guys are a cool couple. Know, yeah, we're totally cool. We're the I'd coolest. Agree. Yeah, I was best. I was talking to my boss today, and he was. We were talking about mohawks, and uh, he said so. So the story is is that if people on my team reach ninety percent of their planned study hours, my boss is like, I'll give you an incentive if you do that then I will like do something crazy and wear something crazy on Thursday. And so today he had a mohawk because we all met 90% of our study hours. And so I was like, super cool. And his name's Andy. And I was like, Andy, that's cool. And I was, of course, like joking. And he knew I was joking. And he's like, yeah, a few people called it very cool today. And I was like, were they all above the age of 30? And he's like, yeah, they were. (laughs) Something along those lines, yeah. All right, cool. So uh, two things. First of Mm -hmm. all, how before you move you mm-hmm. need to especially during like test grievance grievance time where you're like yeah. test this that or other mm-hmm. take one of your old like get an old pair of shoes mm-hmm. get a sharp like wash the shoe sole off get a sharpie and write andy on the sole yeah very toy story-esque yeah and to be like andy check out my shoe <laughs> and then when he looks at your shoe you just fall down uh that's funny okay yeah when his approval and be like, yeah. I failed my test. Can you just give me some grace? And he'll be like, and then, of course. <laughs> so I remember vividly as a kid, I think I've had like four or five Mohawks as a kid, but I nice. always think, and like when I th- remember back, it was always when like my parents didn't have a lot of money. Uh-huh. And so my dad was like, dude, you want a Mohawk? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so Mohawks are great. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I don't think I ever had a Mohawk. Really? Okay. Yeah. But I do have you're a not, solid widow's peak. Dude, which would go great with a mohawk. I think it would actually. Dude, you yeah. You could It's do almost like if you cut my hair off here, I do have a mohawk. 
Yeah. Do we? I, I don't know. We gotta just put these. I think. I think we're almost put them on the, the webs. after you after you move. Yeah, yeah. I'm with settle. you. Let's I think just we're just that's the point where we're just we record yeah. it. And whoever watches and, watches, and then we'll just yeah. put it on the uh, podcast. If you could see Cole like move his hands to model a mohawk, <laughs> you would like be the Patreon at the platinum, yeah. triple platinum level. Yeah. 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 You'll just faint. You'll swoon. <laughs> just not out of like attraction, more out of impressiveness. Yeah. 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 The old impressive swoon. You know, and since you said impressive swoon, yep. I'm I, Cole. I I'm ready to drink some some whiskey here. Should we? Yeah, uh, should we yeah. Let's on? let's uh let's send it to break, and then we'll talk about history, a few notes, and something that's randomly on Cole's mind that he wants to talk about now, but better talk about it after break. <laughs> so here we go to break. <laughs> Robbie, yeah, cool. You ever get whiskey on your shirt? Oh, yeah, it's the worst because then you smell like, like, wait, no, no, I'm talking about whiskey designs on your shirt. Oh man, I love a whiskey shirt. What are you talking about, Cole? I'm talking about GrayRiverDesigns.com and hit oh. them up on Instagram at, at GrayRiverDesigns. They have epic whiskey related uh, designs that they put on shirts, mugs, tank tops. I'm just digging this one I'm finding on their website right now called. It's the tank top that says drink whiskey, save water. It's kind of got an old fashioned kind of glass on it. looks kind of cool with some rocks. I, I, know, I'm digging their designs. Uh, I want our, our listeners to know that they're sponsoring this episode right now. And uh, I'm loving what they're putting out. Uh, check out, check them out. They're awesome. What do you like funny, about their website? You know, I find it funny that you're going for their tank top. Mr. I wear jeans in Phoenix in the middle of the summer. That's true. Uh, in general, lots of great designs. I Bloodies. have already ordered myself the whiskey over water shirt because it is awesome i can't wait to get it and uh you guys check them out they're awesome cool people check them out gray river designs that's gray with an e gray river designs.com all right you do you, we we both are fans of another podcast uh stuff that is know. Stuff you should know. And they yeah. always start the episode with, I'm Josh, this is Charles W. Chuck Bryant, and that's Jerry over there. And with that, it's stuff you should know. And yep. I'm like, we should be like, I'm Cole. Because like, I guess people know, but we don't like really always mention, like people can definitely differentiate our voices. Um, but but do people I? know I'm the louder one. Oh, yeah. Wow, you nailed it. Did I just talk twice in a row? <laughs> I thought I thought our mix was better last week. Yeah. Well, I I move around. I so you're the one that is like diagnosed with ADHD or ADD <laughs> or whatever. I'm like I move around so much. I think that's my problem. Well, you need to get one of those really good arms where it's just like just completely like just follow. I mean, that's what Adam used to do. He used to have like a really good arm for his mic, and it would just like pull it back, pull it forward, all that stuff. It was good. Yeah. I mean, I can. I can go over here. I can go over there. I move. Yeah, I don't know. I just move around. I don't know. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. Yeah. But anyway, here's a note uh, I wanted to get to. Uh, big shout out to the man, the myth, the badger. That's Caleb Olson 
at the bourbon badger who we love the he best provided the pour we're drinking today so yeah. thanks so much caleb for being a uh, stinking wait for it baller Ooh, yeah. i got a stemmed one this <laughs> it always <laughs> gets did. me always gets me uh here we go so uh, let's start talking about 1792 aged 12 years we could call it 1792 12 year but they call it on their bottle aged 12 years so i'll just be in and out of that uh, this is not our first 1792 or barton product on the podcast uh, we've done a few at this point uh episode 65 we drank 1792 sweet wheat I believe that was also a Caleb Olson joint. Uh, and episode 84, we drank their Full Proof, which was a my, my own joint because I did buy that bottle. Uh, Barton, History of the Distillery. So this one's interesting. And I'll mention where you can find more information on this. But there is like a lot of story to this. And I'm kind of keeping it high level here. But anyway, Barton Distillery is one of the big 13 distilleries. And it's one of the three of the big 13 that is residing in uh, Bardstown, Kentucky. Uh, this story, like I said, goes deep. There's a lot of handoffs of the distillery from person to person, a lot of people involved, and maybe in a future episode, I'll dig into it with more detail, but I'm gonna keep it, like I said, high level. It all started with a man named John Graves Mattingly. And I'm wondering if the name Graves was a middle name or like one of those last name middle names, because Graves sounds just as cool as Kilgore. Um, Marchetti, yeah, like, like Nino Graves, Kilgore, or Kilgore <laughs> Graves, Marchetti. But anyway, uh, yeah, John Graves Mattingly, he owned a few distilleries in the Bardstown area, or at least in the Kentucky area. And it was this was like in the mid 1800s. He and his sons, uh, started uh, to run distilleries that and and some were kept and some were sold. It was kind of just like hand, hand transfer of hands all over the something place. Something blue, something old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And speaking of which, there were marriages and deaths what? and big names Aww. in the bourbon world. Yeah. Uh, and besides Mattingly, we see names like Willet in the story and even more, which we'll that. get into more. Yeah. That's another one of the Bardstown Big 13. Yeah. Um, and I would actually recommend if anyone's interested... Uh, there is an in-depth, more in-depth history on the whole process. And this is where I'm actually getting most of the history today is from a website called Whiskey University. And they actually do a mm. decent job on their uh, journalism regarding whiskey. Okay. And uh, so anyway, in 17, or 1874, a distiller named Thomas Moore started working with the sons of John Graves Mattingly. And eventually the Mattingly sons sold their side of the Mattingly and Moore distillery. And more, and they sold it to like some investors. And more actually stayed with the company, and up until 1899, and he became he bought uh, at that point a very close uh, portion of land, and uh, started his own distillery right near there. And the company that he had been with, the Mattingly and Moore, that had been bought out, actually went under. And so he's like, "Well, I'll just buy it back. I'll just like, you know, <laughs> like use the money I got from my distillery." to take over that distillery. And so he did. And uh, he created with the merger of those two, you know, distilleries, the Tom Moore distillery. And he did well as a distiller and with his distillery uh, until prohibition. Uh, and he died mid prohibition. Uh, but his son, uh, Con Moore, like the long Con Moore, 
um, <laughs> ran it for about 10 years before selling the distillery in 1944 to a guy named Oscar Getz. And Getz named the distillery the Barton Distillery. Uh, apparently picking it out of a hat, out of a bunch of names he thought of that could work for the distillery. And Barton won. And they did uh, well. The, the Barton Distillery did well with a number of products like Kentucky Tavern Bourbon, Fleischmann's Rye, Walker's Reserve, and, and actually a ton more. Um, and it sounds funny because there's a bourbon called Tom Moore. Uh, which is sounds like a ton more. Well, there's there isn't there a Thomas H. Moore as well. Thomas S. Moore. Thomas, mm-hmm. S. and I'll get okay. into that tiny bit. But yes, that is now made by um, Barton, and they okay. do like uh, wine finished uh, bourbons for the most part. Okay, uh, but in 2002, do, go ahead. Do they do a sherry butts? They probably do drive us nuts. I, I you know, there's like a oh, Chardonnay no. one. What? I don't know if there's a sherry one. I think they're more exotic than that. Like I want to say so, there's like there's a Chardonnay, yeah. there's like a Cabernet or something like that finished. I don't know. Okay. Okay. But All right. I'm sure they do drive us nuts. Either way. But they really hit their stride in 20 or 2002 uh, when they put out the quote super premium unquote 1792 <laughs> Ridgemont Reserve. And it used to uh, be called uh Ridgewood Reserve at one point, and then it became Ridgemont Reserve, and then it just became 1792. And only somewhat recently, only 12 years ago, in 20, or I almost say 2009, 2009, Sazerac, the conglomerate uh, that owns a lot of distilleries, they bought uh, the Barton Distillery. And in the meantime, since 2009, the Barton Distillery actually did at one point go back to the Thomas Moore Distillery or the Tom Moore Distillery. And Barton changed the name back to the, or I'm sorry, Sazerac changed the name back to the Barton 1792 distillery. And I had no idea how many brands Barton made. Uh, like we mentioned, Thomas S. Moore, the recent edition. I did know Old Bardstown, and but I didn't know, I did know that was made by Barton, but I didn't know that Kentucky Gentleman was made by Barton. Ten High was made by Barton. Even ones I've never heard of, like a, the original Tom Moore or Zachariah. Uh, what was it? Zachariah. I totally wrote it down. I must have deleted it. But anyway, I went by Zachariah something. Colonel Lee, Kentucky Tavern. It's Zachariah Harris, I want to say. Uh, Kentucky Tavern. But apparently they make even more than that. They're just a huge producer of like bottom shelf stuff as well as the you know stuff they make. But uh, he, here's here. Okay, okay. So yeah, I'll mention that afterwards. 1792, age 12 years. We're drinking today. It is a 12 year bourbon. Oh, and yeah, surprisingly. Well, yeah, I definitely wanted to bring in things that people didn't know, and uh, and that's definitely <laughs> one of those things. It's not really on the label. You have to read into the the history to figure that one out. Um, undisclosed bourbon mash bill, but they, it is said to be a high rye bourbon mash bill. I can only assume it's the typical 1792 mash bill of their bourbon. Uh, annual release, uh, it comes out in the summers, uh, but it's, it is not super easy to find in that way, uh, but it is not impossible. I have seen it on the shelf maybe once or twice in the last two years since it's been on shelves. Uh, they started releasing it in 2019. Uh, 1792 is not known for their age statements. If you actually think about it, Pretty much nothing they make has an age statement on it, except for, uh, well, actually, it, back in the day, up until, I want to say 2013, 
they had their their small batch 1792 actually had an eight-year age statement but they took that off i want to say in 2013 uh but this is this is basically it we got a 12 year and and so that's cool good for barton to put an age statement on something it is harder to do to put an age statement on something uh can't say you see too many 12 years anymore in the bourbon world uh used to be a lot easier uh you got to pay a pretty penny these days to get a 12 year uh, so this is kind of a treat. Uh, the proof is 96.6 and want to say a big thank you again to Caleb, uh, total Always. wine price when, when they do sell it, it was a uh, $50 retail. So not too expensive retail. Uh, but I've seen it online for like 125 to 150 range. So, uh, one thing I did want to say that I was catching myself on earlier, I was talking to Marco and KC recently mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I was talking about Barton and I was like, you know, I don't think I like Barton in general. And, okay. uh, I, I basically, I had, I, uh, they recently put out a Kirkland like Costco brand, uh, bottle, uh, that was just from Barton. I want to say it was like, it might've even been a single barrel or something like that. Uh, but you can find it at Costco, not too hard to find. Uh, and I tried it recently and I was like, this is nothing special. But then I remember that I didn't even like 1792 foolproof. And I don't remember if I like sweet wheat, but that would be a different story because that's a different mash bill. Uh, but I don't really think I like the standard 1792 juice, mm-hmm. but maybe I'll be proven wrong today. I mean, this is a 12 year. Maybe it's, well, maybe it's special. We, I remember you liked foolproof. I foolproof wasn't. I but... like it was over oaked in a way like i did like it but i didn't love it i mean that's the thing i there's there's never a time where i'll be like i don't like this let me let me rephrase that it's never like i, I hate this it's just like this isn't great to me yeah it was my nickname in high school not by me <laughs> i called you great to me um so you know what's funny all right are mm-hmm. we ready to, are we ready to crack these samples? yeah speaking of crack right. these samples uh Caleb poured this to the freaking brim. There's like no air in this bottle. Pro move. Yeah. What a pro. What a freaking pro. So I remember when you first started getting into whiskey. Mm-hmm. And now, okay, I'm going to take a couple tangents here. So do your sniff sniffs. Okay. So I remember you were did like, I, did we get a bottle of 1792 small match? <clears throat> Let me get there, Cole. Okay, okay, okay. You, like I said, take your sniffy sniffs. You take your time. Really. My swirly poo. Yeah, do that swirly poo. Do the old spin jade, the mad job. Mm-hmm. Um, I, remember, I remember this. We got the port finish. Yeah. Well, not only that is, okay, so we stopped. You were like, okay, Rob, you got to like whiskey. I like uh-huh. whiskey now. You got to like whiskey. And it was like one of our first time, first weekends after you guys had moved back. Does this involve the nuts comment? <laughs> I don't remember what nuts. I, I'll explain this after this. <laughs> okay. And uh, so like you bought a bottle of Eagle Rare and you go, oh, they got some of the 1792. I've been waiting to try this, which I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then when I started listen, listening to the podcast, I realized one of their episodes around that time after it was probably like two years, year and a half, two years after that was about the same time that after you would come and i was like oh man they did the 1792 like 
and uh, you found the port finish and stuff. But anyway, I was like, you were so excited to try 1792. And now for you to be like, you know, I don't oh, like maybe, maybe I mean, this might be just a perspective thing. Maybe it's just like I put my mindset in like, I don't typically like the standard 1792 small batch and like, and that one I had at Costco. And I'm like, I'm generalizing it to everyone. But I appreciate okay. that. Fair, fair. Yeah. But no, anyway, I'm, I'm down to be called out. When I think of well, when I think of 1792, I think of you saying like, "Oh gosh, it reminds me of when you were a an early a early in lad. your whiskey journey, mm-hmm. right? Like just like trying stuff out, and you were you were like, oh, I got tried this, I haven't seen this one, and it, it may have been the port finish, it may have just been whatever 1792 had on the shelf here, yeah, um, because it was before the bourbon boom really hit, yeah." for sure i was like and to me it was i was like i just like making cocktails and having Mm -hmm. having drinks so it was new to me but so tangent off of i like making cocktails and stuff is um i i think it was 1792 port finish where you made me a whiskey sour and you made it your way which is like it was good but there was something about it that had like a nutty characteristic to that whiskey sour Mm -hmm. and and i yell out and this was a screwball in there yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was a while ago. This was when yeah. uh, when you guys were temporarily ball. staying at your mother in law's place, mm-hmm. and uh, and I go, this tastes like nuts, <laughs> and I said it so loud, and everyone <laughs> laughed at me, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry for laughing at you. No, it's it's. I would have laughed at me too, but I don't remember it. But had everyone laughed at me, I might have. So that was uh, that was it New was Year's 2015 to 2016. I think it was probably two, 2016. Because mm. I'm going to say Chelsea was pregnant and it was, we had so much snow that winter. Nice. Okay. Nose wise, dude, what are you getting? I'm not getting like caramel or, or vanilla on this one. It is. A little. I'm just getting oak in terms of like standout yeah, notes. I'm getting okay. oak. Okay. All right. So I'm getting a lot of raisin, which is weird because it's mm-hmm. bourbon. But I'm also I getting. I can buy that. I'm mostly getting like a faint peanut brittle. So a little bit of raisin. I think we're seeing the brittle. connection. Yeah, it tastes it's like nutty. nuts. <laughs> it's, it's nutty for sure. I'm, uh, I, I do like the raisins of, actually that was a really good note that, nothing it, I even thought of at all no peanut brittle. I'm, uh, and I'm getting a decent amount of oak so raisins peanut brittle huh. oak hmm. a little bit of vanilla maybe maybe a little like I, you know I don't like my vanilla mm-hmm. and this is not bad vanilla if I'm getting vanilla so right, okay for a sip. yeah this is definitely ooh good finish. I would say it's better than your average 1792 for sure. And then the finish like pumped it up a notch as well. Uh, a nice sweetness, not too sugary. Uh, there is a tiny bit of vanilla, but at the finish, it like really spices it up in a really good way, in my opinion. Uh, I'm trying to put it, my finger on Ooh. just the the palette notes that I'm getting, but I might need to go for a second sip. What was the uh, proof on this? As um, you take a sip, <laughs> sorry, because this to me this is a little hotter, like ninety six point six. Okay, well it's not that hot. It feels a little hotter to me. Um, mm-hmm. 
and on on the palate, I'm getting just like it's like a real nice heat. It's mm-hmm. not super hot, but it's a nice heat. But it feels hotter than you know what nine forty three proof, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, forty eight proof or forty three percent or three. Yeah, yeah. Um, it feels a little. Oh bit yeah, hotter, yeah. Forty eight. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. Yeah, but it's it, it feels a little hotter than it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a good sweetness to it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm excited to see. Like it's a little hotter than I would expect. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see kind of what water and ice does to it. But you ever have a uh, chocolate covered maraschino cherry? Um, like those Where Christmas ones maybe yeah i mean yeah you can get them at christmas and stuff but they're well, it's, it's like, like the cream, uh, cream with that's what i'm saying the cream yeah the ones what that are, are like kind called? of cream i don't even know There's maybe like just chocolate covered maraschinos or something like that but yeah yes i'm with you now but gosh now now the name's killing me but do you get that note a little bit on the palate um, i'm getting slight cherries but also slight creaminess for sure and like a, a sweet cream kind of way You know, on the palate, it's there's a little more viscosity, mm-hmm. and it's also hotter. Like it really, it is. Um, mm-hmm. I like it. This is mm-hmm. uh, so far neat wise. Definitely like it. It's got a little complexity to it. Yeah, um, kind of. Not a hub yes. to what, but like not a hub to what, but you go. Oh, okay. Me. Yeah. So so far so good. Um, I see you're adding some water. Mm-hmm. Let me find my water here. Water did it go? Your um, your Kentucky limestone water. Kentucky limestone. So yeah, you know what? It's, and man. if you're someone's spouse right now, uh huh. Yeah, that's actually a good point. It's and Christmas close. is coming. Yeah, and all the cargo mishaps going on. But there's mm-hmm. not all the cargo mishaps going on from Kentucky, right? Nah. Uh, but hey, hey, if you're someone's spouse. And you want to get them a gift, Kentucky Limestone, so they can drink with their friends on Shell Filtered. We should get sponsored by them too. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky Limestone, the whole state of Kentucky, with all of your watery municipalities, support us. Support us. Chillfiltered slash patreon.com. Yeah. We'll go to Kentucky.gov. <laughs> you know, be like, please sponsor us. Uh, so I'm giving the old Matt job on my um, water pour. Kind of same kind of knows a little bit more alcohol vapors. Uh, nothing different mm-hmm. for for the water pour. And I dropped like two or three or four drops in there. Or three or four, really. Hmm. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of vapor off the, off the water. Uh, a little more cherry there. It's less raisiny to me now for sure. I'm not really getting raisin at all. Cherry cordials. Cold does that ring a bell? Yeah, that sounds exactly right. Yeah. Cherry cordial. Yes. I'm with it now. Mm-hmm. Uh Brocks. B-R-A-C-H-S. Oh yeah, yeah. Brocks. Yeah. Like Brock's they make like um uh, they make uh the best candy ever when I yeah. was a kid. I was if it said Brocks, I was like, yeah. Yaks. <laughs> They, they, I, I usually when I think of Brock's, I think of uh, Valentine's candy. What do you? Oh, candy hearts and stuff like that. Oh, I think they do, like, the candy cinnamon hearts. candy hearts. Oh. oh, do they? They probably do. Yeah, I was they thinking do, about like yeah, the non-cinnamon ones, where that say like "be mine" or like 
uh, Bush's but, baked beans and stuff like that. Yeah, be my baked bean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, b b b b b. Yeah, be my Bush's baked bean. Yeah. Holy crap! Did I just write Bush's new ad campaign? Yeah. Be be my baked bean. Or did I just think of the greatest idea for selling more Bush's beans? Is do on every single bean write a Valentine's note on, <laughs> yeah. and then just eat a bowl of those beans and feel great. Yeah, probably Roll less calories. Great than... <laughs> bean ideas. Oh, we'll, we'll try to think of some ideas of what they'll write, like bean mine. Or something. Oh man, Rudy Tootie, fresh and cutie. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, be my All tootie right. butt. Oh, that's silly. That is silly. Oh, man. So water. Ugh. Actually, no. One thing I must say like about water, water is that the the proof down, like there was a little, I didn't even realize with the neat pour until I sipped it with water. The mm-hmm. proof was noticeably lower and it sounds weird, but the flavor showed up more because it burned a little less, uh, in my opinion. Oh, uh, man, but I'm different notes. Lowering. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But so like neat, I really enjoyed neat. Neat, I mean, well, I don't neat. It was was good, and yeah. it had a lot to offer. But when I, the water just got too, huh? I kind of like it too much water. water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it it like sweetened it up in a good way. Didn't take away any of the 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 cherry and cordial notes or whatever. Oh shoot! I just swirly pooed on my laptop. Oh. Z-Z-Z. <laughs> we've lost robbie no Oops. we haven't i was wiping it off there we go um time for some ice ice, ice? smells colder huh yeah interesting that's different than normal holy smokes hey but, uh, bus driver drop that cube yeah oh, got almost in my nice. eye again like dickle well you <laughs> I'd rather get a dickle on my dickle. Than, a, than dickle on my computer because that's true. Uh, that's my great. Eye will, my eye will water for the evening, and my computer's—I don't know—hopefully okay tomorrow morning. Yeah. Did uh, you get a lot on there? I mean, I see there's a lot in your glass. Yeah. Well, no, there's not too. Maybe that's I think the good my, news. Well, I don't think there's too much in my glass. Yeah, a little more Did than I would use. Caleb pour it to like the brim on yours too, or was that just? Me? Yes, no, my what mine was like freaking what a pro. pro pro move. Caleb's the best. He's like Did you see. He hit us up this week, right? Yeah. Or was it last week? Yeah, what a guy. He's the best. Yeah, like cool. One of the one of the OGs. We love him. So he is, and uh, I'll be honest. Um, in the early days of Chill Filtered, which mm-hmm. Cole. Oh, he's wearing the old shirt. The old chill filtered logo yeah. shirt. Uh, I remember one episode in particular where Adam was like, and Ka- thanks to Caleb Olson, like our biggest fan. I was like, Yo, Caleb, <laughs> I'm the biggest fan. That's and great. Uh, I remember I remember you feeling some uh, animosity towards Caleb when yeah. I was just a listener. Because but you I didn't know like how beautiful he I was. I was the biggest fan. And the, yeah, no, I didn't. But, but you're anyway. beautiful too, you know. Don't get me wrong. Well, I was when I, I I'm not on Patreon anymore, so I who knows how beautiful I am. Yeah, I was true. when I was I on think Patreon. You lost your beauty once you stopped giving it's money to your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but anyway, I remember having a slight bit of animosity towards Caleb when he was called out for being the biggest fan of the show. Uh-huh. And to be honest, he's like the he's got it. He's probably the second Patreon member, right? I think he was. Yeah, I think he was so number he, uh, one or right, two. Yeah, I am. Well, I was one. I know I was. One. Oh, you were one. Okay, so he was, was two or three. One. Yeah. So anyway, and uh, what was I thinking about him? He, I think he's. I think he was two. He's got to be two. It was either him or Sarah and Tim Murray were number two. Um, were they, or was Ben Klepsig? No, Ben. Ben was actually a little later than you was might he? even think. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although he was All sending right. us stuff for a while, I think he hopped on the Patreon. Oh, either way, mm-hmm. Caleb, I'm sorry for the animosity I held my heart towards you. Mm-hmm. you're wonderful good looking and mm-hmm. i envy your life on the lake with all of your yeah. he's frozen got a cool lakes, new smoker your smoker mm-hmm. and your fireplaces so anyway yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take a sip of this and your wood fire grill or no wood wood what do you call that the wood smoker? fire heater like, i don't know what that is. like uh his, wood fire, his stove stove yeah which is like yeah like to heat the house like wood yeah. yeah, yeah. Wood stove. Oh, what you said. Yeah, yeah, wood stove. That's man. what I said. That's totally what anyway. Cheers, Caleb. Thanks for the yeah, pour. Okay, man. Thanks for bringing back memories of my animosity. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. I forgive myself if you can only forgive <laughs> me too. <laughs> this has, uh, uh, the, uh, wow, uh, the, the raisin notes. It almost reminds me with uh, this much ice in it. I put a whole cube and it's already melted. Uh, this reminds me yeah. of Glendronic, uh, in terms of the notes of raisins and dried fruits. Okay, so it definitely right now. It's the, the, so with neat on the nose, I was getting the mm-hmm. raisins, and it definitely reminded me of a scotch without the mm-hmm. smoky peatiness. Mm-hmm. Same right now. It it's like a scotch without the peatiness. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. So lots of raisins, dried dried fruits, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Dark fruits, stone Impressive. fruits. Stone so, fruits, such as apricots and, and peaches. Plums. Yeah. Peach. And almonds. Almonds are in the stone fruit family. Did you know that? Almond. Yes. Cool. I'm, I probably mentioned that before on the I, podcast. Yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. And what was what was the what's the liquor liqueur? Amaretto. Amaretto. Mm-hmm. Amaretto? Amaretto. Yeah. Either way. I don't know. Amaretto. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I like this with ice. I think ice mm-hmm. is a little redeeming. Although we did, we did let the ice kind of melt a little bit. It's cooler. Mm-hmm. We had, we digressed for a while on it, but it's good. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Ice is good. Yeah, it's decent. Um, I think I might be able to formulate my rating for this one. Okay, go for it. This. Uh, it's hard I, I i like it i don't love it i you know there's nothing about this that's like ooh, barracuda <laughs> and uh but i uh, you know i'm gonna give it 8.1 and i would have gone seven oh, range okay. to be honest uh but the the nice distinct raisin notes and even that like creamy cordial cherry note i i I like that nothing else really blew my mind uh especially for a 12-year bourbon uh and that's that's how it is okay uh, yeah 
I'm with you. I was I was thinking debating a little bit between seven the seven mm-hmm. high sevens, low eights, mm-hmm. and I'm on eight point two. Um, okay, definitely tasty, right? Like, so mm-hmm. I mean, uh, question though, what what can you get this for? Like on a secondary market, do you know? One twenty five, one fifty range. Yeah, I don't think I would pay that. Not at all. Not at all. Not, yeah, maybe it's, it's, for fifty. But I could I find go, better options for fifty. I want to say I would go sixty for this. Okay, right? Like it's, I'd go potentially forty to be honest. Yeah. Okay, you would. Go, okay, I would go higher. You're not as high. Um, I would go sixty for this. It's mm-hmm. definitely good. Um, if it piques your interest, go for it for higher. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely delicious. Definitely good. Mm-hmm. Um, water for me was not that great. Mm-hmm. Neat. And ice, surprisingly, were both really good. So I liked them. Um, that's where I'm at. That's Anything cool. else cool? No. Now no. let's move it over to our next segment of the show while I go grab a ice cube that I dropped on the carpet below me. That's called <laughs> Whiskey World News. And we're back, and Cole's picking up the ice cube that he named Whiskey World News. Huh. <laughs> I can see how people um, would think that. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. All right. Anyway, uh, this is part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. We didn't write it, we're just talking about it. And since I looked up cherry cordials, I'm having a hard time pulling it up. <laughs> oh, balls. Where go to the history. All right. And I'll talk about up. stuff. I'd be like, look at this color of this whiskey. I would call it an amber honey, potentially. Uh, Potentially a copper amber honey. Potentially a orange copper amber honey. You know, honestly, the color of this whiskey, super pretty. But we're not talking about that because we're back on track, Jack. And uh, Mm. part of the show, here we go. All right. And this title for the article is Bartender's Name, The One Bourbon that they could drink forever by Christopher Osborne. Uh, so I'm not really going to get into the whole article. Just kind of name some of the, the bottles people are naming here. So first one is Michter's toasted barrel. Okay. Okay. Uh, Joan Percival recommends that. And then Christopher Rodriguez says just Basil Hayden standards. Interesting. Yeah, that's what that's what I. If thought. you could drink, okay. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay, forever, right? Forever is a big ever, 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 ever. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Coulson. <laughs> uh, next one is Michter's tenure from Eric Heinel. Um, let's see here. Next one is oh, Cole, you're gonna love Hayden Miller. Was he Basil Bo- Hayden Miller? From Bodega Taqueria in Miami. He just nice. says, if you go and drink one bourbon forever, it's going to be Buffalo Trace. Preach. Yeah. <laughs> and then Robert Kidd from Le Cavier, Wilmington, Delaware says, old granddad bonded. And, and you know, if I could pick any bourbon forever, I make old granddad is a great bourbon, but forever? Yeah. Forever? Of every bourbon? Yeah. Forever, ever. Uh, and then uh, Joshua Duncan from Adrift Tiki Bar in Denver. He's at a Tiki Bar. Yeah. See, so love bourbon. But he says Laws Four Grain. Have you had Laws Four Grain? That's from Denver. Uh, I haven't had their Four Grain, but I've had 80 Laws. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, okay. Jessica King, a mixologist at Brother Wolf in Knoxville, says MRT Lee single barrel. Not bad. You know, I'm with her. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, I've had uh, Oh, geez. Emily Lawson, owner of Foxhole Public House in Bentonville, Arkansas, says Pappy Van Winkle 15. <laughs> 15, you said? Yep. Oh yeah. I mean, so it seems like well, we're not going higher than fifteen, but you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll take the bottle and install some, and like I don't have to work anymore. So yeah, exactly. Uh, Stephen George uh, from Carlsbad, California, went with Weller Twelve. Nice. All right. Um, Evan Huska, bartender at Dorsey at Venetia Resort in Las Vegas, went with Baker's Seven Year. And I have not seen the Dorsey of the Venetian. So next time we go to Vegas, Cole. Yeah, we're going there. I feel like that's a that's a good middle of the ground standard kind of pick, right? Yeah. Have to check that out. We'll hit up. We'll hit uh, him up. Yeah, Darren Foy at uh, Flat Iron Room in New York City went with Blanton Single Barrel. Nice. Solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Rachel Sidham in F- St. Petersburg, Florida at Paul's Landing went with Maker's Mark. And then last one here, Jeremy Williams, mixologist MRDRM in the Amway Grand Plaza in Grand Rapids, Michigan, went with Henry McKenna, Bottled Bond. Nice. So, Cole, any thoughts there? You know, I mean, it's a, it's a question, and I think that question comes it down is. to, I mean, there's not much to say here, but I think the question comes down to, do I have an unlimited range of whiskeys to choose from? And if I yeah. do that, you know, if I, if I had to say like, is it easy to find? Then I'd choose this whiskey. If, is mm-hmm. it, is it with less than a hundred bucks? It, then I would choose this whiskey. But if it were like unlimited, I think the options, you know, I, there's, Oh, I know it would be my favorite bourbon of all time, probably, uh, which is, uh, EH Taylor seasoned wood. I would drink that forever and I would love it. And it would be amazing. <laughs> um, but I think I, it's funny because like someone chose Pappy 15 and then one person chose Maker's Mark or Basil Hayden's, you know? Yeah. Uh, Basil so, Hayden's the, the low end. Yeah. And uh, I, I kind of judge that person. Like if that's what you choose and you're like in the spirits world, I, you know, Basil's isn't that bad, uh, but it's like not ever. I never buy Basil's. I'll tell you that. Uh, and I don't hate on Basil's. It's just, there are so many better options, easily to, easy to find, and you know, yeah, stuff like that. Like I choose makers over that any day. Yeah, but I, I think the what, range here is interesting. From Basil's, like ever since we did Basil Hayden's rum cast finish, oh, <laughs> I have not purchased another Basil Hayden mm-hmm. ever, and I don't yeah. see myself doing so because I was like, gosh, like that's not a whiskey; it was a rum. It was, it was, mm, yeah, yeah. Was I mean, rum. they mixed rum into it, yeah. And if you would just said like Basil Hayden's rum, I'd have been like, okay, that's a rum. Yeah. And I would have moved on to like, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lot wide range there. Yeah. Um, which leads me, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe I should just stop talking and let's go ahead and transition to our next segment, which is what whiskey would you choose? Ooh. Ooh. Barracuda. <laughs> All right, so last week we talked about what whiskey from the BTAC series are you most excited about? You got a lot of good answers here. We did, yeah. I was surprised and I won, too, I think. You know what? I'm trying to pull it up right now because I was mm-hmm. less than prepared. I am so sorry, Cole. No, it's all good. Cole's I been do waiting believe on I me won. all evening. 
Um, all right. So Cole went with Eagle Rare 17. I went mm-hmm. with Saz 18. Last Which, year. Yeah, last year we picked that beating Eagle Rare 17. Yeah. Last year that Saz was so, so good. good. So good. It, it, they both were. They mm-hmm. both were amazing. Uh, yeah. But Cole won 70 to 30% there. And then uh, we had some write ins here. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, Miles Ferguson went with not that I'm going to be able to snag any except by pure luck. Hey, we're all in the same boat, right? Mm-hmm. But he says, Saz. And Marco and Casey says, Why am I excited about something I'll never get to taste, sniff, <laughs> let alone taste? Dude, we were spoiled last year. We got we to were. try them all. Mm-hmm. We're heartbroken this year. Heartbroken. I don't even want to talk about it. Like, I know. All right, moving on. Because Jim has Eagle 17. If he could ever get his hands on it. Wait, who said Dramhound? Dramhound, yeah. Yeah, which uh, Dramhound made me feel great about myself. Because not a lot of people choose Eagle 17 as their top one. And or at least they're one they want the most. Uh out of the B Tech, yeah. Yeah, out of the B Tech. And I was like, Tramhound, what a dude. What a guy. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh our favorite Canadian turtle friend, oh, nice. Protasca, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh his he said, uh far from me, because he's in Canada. Mm-hmm. I just hope to get a line on another stag junior this year. And that was my thing with like stag the whole stag thing. Sometimes. Yeah. The whole oh gosh. Well, it's it's more readily available. Something, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, in theory, right? But yeah, in theory, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, Ben Klepsig, I assume he's being cheeky here. Mm-hmm. Said George T. Stag, I didn't even realize he said that. He did, and I, I read it, but I didn't cheeky. even think, yeah, he's mm-hmm. being, I assume he's being cheeky, mm-hmm. uh, which is what Bluey would say. And my daughters are nice. all about calling each other cheeky right now, which is Dude, the cutest way to be Brits like Brits and their word cheeky. I learned it means like, oh, wait, no, is that cheeky? Yeah, it's like kind of like devious and sneaky and stuff. Oh yeah, sneaky, yeah. cheeky. Do you him with William William Larue nice. Weller as well Good as choice. did John Hughes from Embellished Pod? Um, he says he's always on his list. I'll never find, but he's always looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bryce Marita went with E-Rare, but only so I can surprise Cole with it. And that honestly is one of my things. Melted I put my, in my heart. Own. I always put in my lottery for that too, just so mm-hmm. I can be like, Cole, Aww. I love you. Thanks for introducing me. You guys are too nice. Yeah. Um, and then Joel and Mo9 went probably with William William LaRue Weller. Mm-hmm. Going to be the easiest to get a hold of. Easy being a loosely term. So mm-hmm. loosely used term. And that's the thing is I just thought George T. Stagg was the easiest. So mm-hmm. and I know SAS is probably the hardest, then Eagle Rare. Handy's easy compared to the rest, too. Okay, so it's handy. handy and stagger about equal. Yeah, but there's no stag. Yeah, so, so it's handy's handy. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to be honest, to get a good handy is it's tricky. Yeah, you gotta pay good yeah. money for that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this this week's what whiskey would you choose? We're going with if you could only drink one bourbon and we've done this before mm-hmm. but we're going with bourbon this time if you don't drink one bourbon for the rest of your life what bourbon are you drinking are we are we unlimited in our um in our range like we could drink whatever could, we want Paul, you could have basil hayden's every day nice <laughs> um yeah let's go i mean let's i don't do know it. let's do okay, it let's do it go wild let's do it because, any bourbon like, 
would I truly choose E.H. Taylor seasoned wood? It might get old to me. There are some whiskeys that might get old. Like, I don't know if a weeded bourbon would make the cut, to be honest, which I believe E.H. Taylor seasoned wood is weeded. Uh, okay. Yeah, it would be. You know, I'm going to make a weird, weird, like, just going to put it out there. I'm, I actually, like, and I might change my mind next week, but right now, if I could have the 2020 Sazerac 18 every day, I, I'm pretty sure I would never be sad about that, ever. Oh. Yeah. That's what I was going to go with. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah. We should put it, it up so, against each other. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you go that one, then I'll go 2015 uh, Eagle Rare 17. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going Saz 18 2020. Nice. nice. All right. Perfect. It was so good. Yeah. That was, I, it was like, like it, strawberry syrup candy. Like, oh, so good. Last I, year. Honestly, I don't know if... I mean, if I had to go... If it was one bourbon for the rest of my life, Mm-hmm. I know I would definitely be happy with it, yeah. but if I had more of it, maybe I would change my mind to something else. But oh, I don't know, man. man. That was that was so subtly good it was that so it was good. I don't think that so would get good. old. There are some whiskeys yeah. that would get old, but I do not think that would get old. And now we're talking like this; it makes me extra sad we didn't get the detail. And other samples. people on Instagram were getting like, "Oh, I got my samples." I literally sent that email so quick. <laughs> I know it's okay. It's okay. You know what's cool though, Cole? Uh-huh. I'm literally having problems, like yeah, with all the samples, storing all my samples mm-hmm. because we have so many episodes from so many people yeah. of so many good whiskeys. Mm-hmm. <sighs> can't complain. Can't. Nah, complain. you can't. No, like no. like when we run out of whiskey, maybe we'll complain. But we yeah, have. Then we have probably grounds. still a year's worth of we whiskey to use. So yeah. Yeah. We'll so, go, right, we'll, so we'll 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 last until the new BTAC comes out, and maybe Buffalo Trace will grace us with their uh, hopefully again. next year. Yeah. Next year's uh-huh. fine. Yeah. We can we have enough samples to last till next year. Yeah, exactly. That's a silver lining. Yeah. Um, right. Let's talk about what we're drinking next week. Uh, Robbie and I yes, talked sir. a little bit before this episode, and we are between uh, Old Carter uh, Batch Three mm-hmm. American Whiskey. Uh, specifically their 138.1 proof batch. And then, Robbie, remind me, what was the other one? It was Michter's 10-year single barrel rye. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, At 26.4%. Yeah, we will uh, we'll duke them out. Uh, the, the old Carter was wow, a uh, Will, Will Barrett joint sent in to us. So, um, and the Michter's rye was a, was a Cole Seaball joint. So... <laughs> Um, <laughs> you said that so much like Will Barrett no but like I was stoked to get that bottle like when I saw yeah, it I was I freaking out on the inside uh, that was like one I'm of the best out. finds I had this year I am freaking out for next week's episode because mm-hmm. they both look so good yeah so I guess that's about all we got this week uh, I hope uh, I hope we enjoyed a fun episode where, where neither of us were having a super emotional moment but we're having a bush's baked beans moment and cool mm-hmm. i hope that your super emotional non-baked beans mostly baked beans moments weeks for happen to the weeks for the weeks mm-hmm. that's what i hope and i hope that i hope that you hope that we have 
hopes that our listeners hope that our love of whiskey lifted their hopes. And most of all, listeners, I hope that the hopes of whiskey's hopes lifted your spirits, which the spirits lifted our hopes for the hopes of our love of spirits lifted yours. And I hope that our love of spirits <laughs> lifted yours. <laughs> <laughs>